The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. to say that I am much uplifted by the fact that our little baptismal candidates wish to speak along with scripture <laughs> and sing as well. So this is an excellent, excellent sign. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot understand them now. This is what Jesus said to his friends at the Last Supper. We just heard it in the Gospel. We could say the same thing to Martin and Everly. We still have many things to say to you, but you cannot understand them now. But they understand a wave, and they understand very well loving touches gentle voices, holding close, the rocking, the quiet singing, the care for their needs, needs they feel, but cannot yet fully and articulately express, let alone satisfy for themselves. This is the language of love. Babies and children understand it well. And as they grow, so will the outline of the love and the guidance that we give them. When Jesus spoke these words, <clears throat> he was leaving his disciples. They were um, very confused, incredulous, and deeply, deeply distressed. But he promised not to abandon them. His spirit, the spirit of truth, would come and dwell with them, guiding, comforting, and strengthening them. Jesus' love and care for them is faithful and will continue, but in a different way. That's what the love of parents and godparents and grandparents and a supportive community do for these precious children that we are about to baptize. They guide, comfort, strengthen, and love them. They provide for them, train them, forgive them, 
and restore them. This is what God the Creator, through God the Son of Humanity, in the power of God the Holy Spirit, does for us, but in a much larger and more perfect way. God speaks to us in the language of love that we can understand. This is the Holy Trinity. Today is Trinity Sunday. On the Sunday after Pentecost, we always celebrate the powerful mystery of the Holy Trinity, of three persons, one God. And over the years, I have heard and even preached many different metaphors to try to help us understand the Trinity. But now I believe that understanding the Trinity is really not the point. We cannot understand what is fully mystery anyway. Now I think an experience of the Trinity is more important. But what does that mean? If we believe the basic characteristic of God is relationship, then we can say that the nature of God is continual, mutual, self-giving love among the creator, the redeemer, and the sustainer. And this is a pattern that God has created for our own lives as well. God who loved humanity and all of creation to call us, enough to call us into being, continually invites us into this unending dance of mutual self-giving love among the Trinity. And as we begin to actually know and feel that we are beloved and forgiven by God, we can begin to be changed by awe at the Creator's handiwork, by the deep sacrifice for the sake of love that redeemed us, and by the abiding presence of the creative, encouraging spirit within us. What does this mean for our own daily lives? Just as the lived reality of these two sweet babies is an experience of love, our lived reality of the Holy Trinity can also be an experience of being unconditionally loved by God, who delights in and desires each and every one of us. God is not up there somewhere. The Trinity shows us through Jesus that God is down here with us and among us in the mess of daily life, crisis, and joy. And through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, God is also inside of us always, closer than our breath, loving, guiding, 
sustaining, comforting, and praying for us and in us. This is God's language of love. Each person in the world has been brought into and is held in existence by a creator who wanted to love and delight in us. As one person said, the Trinity is ultimately about a world saturated with divine presence in a God in whom we live and move and have our being, according to the book of Acts. A loving relationship of three is the deepest nature of our one God. God is, first of all, relational. So if we are made in the image of God, which we believe, then we too are, first of all, relational. So we are all meant to dwell in mutually self-giving love. That is the dream of God and the reign of God. This reality stands over against our society's obsession with individualism. As followers of Christ, as baptized Christians, we promise to seek and serve Christ in all persons, to love our neighbors as ourselves, to work for peace and justice for all, and to respect the dignity of every human being. We'll all reaffirm these vows in just a few minutes, and Everly and Martin's parents and godparents will make those promises on their behalf. These promises, this covenant we make with God in our baptism, they are a blueprint into which we Christians strive to grow throughout our lives. They form our consciences and inform our actions. And though we cannot follow them perfectly, we hold them close to our hearts because they are the way that we know Jesus more carefully and come to be like him. Richard Rohr tells us, we are the children of a God who is mysterious, fluid, diverse, communal, hospitable, and loving. A God who wants to guide us into the whole truth of who God is and who we are. We should care about the mystery of the Trinity because it has the power to transform our lives, our hearts, leading us toward coherence and dynamism, toward unity and diversity. This week and always, may our lives reflect the truth and beauty of our triune God. May we understand God's language of love ever more clearly, and may we model that love for Everly Jane, 
and Martin Gunther and For the World.